Let's do it all day long. I want to see that. Because we about to go out there and do what they want. Now give me my theme music. Welcome back. You're in the gold room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Woo! We are back inside of Co- the Gold Room Studio. At Kong Gang Studios. Kong Gang Studios. Sponsored by the Gold Room. And we're back. And we're here, baby. I'm Will Strickland, App State Cone Boy. And I'm Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. We are here to kick off season three, as we always do. Well, maybe not always. We've only done two seasons. Yeah, I mean... As we are doing from here on out. Ne- next year, we can get a, as we always do, Yes, probably. it's kind of like first annual. It's like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's just, you're just starting. It's not an annual situation. Uh, we're going to do some football predictions. Uh, and I know all of you are have been eagerly awaiting. Phil Steele called called us up. Pat McAfee called us up. Uh, the dude at Barstool who like has all the sex tapes leaked. Uh, Dave Portnoy. Portnoy oh yeah. He's called us up. He said, "Where is your App State football predictions? What? Where is where are app predictions? Where are where are our where are our our app predictions?" <laughs> Where is our news, facts, rumors, lies, untruths, alternative facts, and interviews for App State Football? It's right here, baby. <laughs> right here, right now. Welcome back to the Gold Room. Welcome back. Uh, you guys can't see this because this is an audio format, but just want to point out here, Parker has done a little investing in our equipment. If our sound is, uh, if it sounds a little better... Because uh, Parker has another monitor, so he can pull up uh, Google. Yeah, which helps a lot with the audio quality. I mean, you tell us. You tell us. You, you tell, tell us. us. You tell how us. It's sounding. <laughs> um, big, but big changes here at uh, Goldrum Studio yeah. at Cone Gang Studios, sponsored, sponsored by, by Goldrum. Right, and um, also, I actually, I didn't tell you this. I want to get your honest reactions here. Uh, we got to get into it. With the writer strike going on, oh, okay, this is now. <laughs> I, I have to start. been informed that the conservator of our eight-year-old editor, no, has relinquished his no. services from us. We no longer no. have our eight-year-old editor. No, how would yeah. the conservator let that happen? Conservatively. <laughs> so, if you know any editors, uh. Above or below the age of 18, let us know. Uh, there is no pay. There are no perks. You live here, and you edit our podcast. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Mm-hmm. We have two closets for you to pick from. Actually, to my left, two closets to pick from. But you only have one. You can't have both. Um, so if you're interested, you'll be part of the best App State podcast on the App State Podcast Cinematic Universe. Of which there are at least several. I mean... 
we're all thinking about the same podcast who th- says they're the best. Three World to the fourth. Yeah, three to the fourth. Three to the fourth, Our dude. biggest competition. <laughs> they always talking their shit, yeah. acting like they run the place. World's greatest app state podcast. They, they think that they uh, that they uh, get coaches hired listen, and fired. Listen, it, I'm A-OK with three to the fourth being the second best app state podcast. You know what? I think I can live with that. I think I could live with that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into some predictions, some apt predictions. So last year didn't happen. So we're going into this year fresh, right? We skipped over. Uh, we still have uh, COVID eligibility. It's like 2021. Skip 2022. Boom. 2023, right? We're here. Okay. Except we did have the A&M win, but everything else is omitted. And the Troy win. But just like the last play. Yeah. Because everything else was god-awful to watch before that. (laughs) (laughs) That game was just a one-play shootout. Yeah, and uh, we won. Uh, So, side note. I think I've told you this concept before. A really funny idea. This is probably like a family guy gag type of humor. A Mexican shootout, like an old western shootout. Okay. We want to be correct here. Old western shootout where the last person to shoot is the winner, but they die. Okay. <laughs> like the game is who can shoot last. But, but if you, you shoot last, you die. So <laughs> <laughs> We open with Gardner Webb at Kid Brewer Stadium. Uh Barstool Nears made a good point. They're picked I think like twenty fourth in the FCS poll. Yeah. So we'll beat them by like sixty. And then we go to Chapel Hill. Um, that is, to me, a must-win game. Purely off of really? like, swag, bragging rights, states' really? rights. States' rights! <laughs> that is a must-win game. So that... At Chapel Hill, the best of three series. That, to me, I, I, I don't think it's a must-win. Um, I think the two games after are... ECU mu- and Wyoming? I think those are must-wins no matter what. Um, I think those are bigger because getting a second win in the last like five years over ECU does more because that's probably closer to who like we are going to recruit against is ECU and having those bragging rights of like, listen, we've whipped them twice now. We whipped them in Charlotte. Now we whipped them here in Boone. I feel like that's going to be more impactful on the program long term than getting another W against North Carolina. As great as it would be to to beat them again. Right. Especially Keenan, after how last year went. Um that would be huge. But I I I'm more worried about what happens if we lose those two games with ECU and Wyoming. I think like the floor is higher if you lose to North Carolina. Like it, it's not as big of a loss necessarily. It'd be bigger as a win. But if you drop a game to ECU or Wyoming, it, that's when the radar turns on. That's the red lights, you know. So you think that ECU is more important from a program perspective because we're more likely to be recruiting the same players as ECU it's than a, Chapel Hill. Yeah, like similar institution, you know, all of those things that go into it. Both programs of which are joining the Pac-12 soon, by the way. So that that's also a big element. Um, yeah, like I think North Carolina's obviously would be, would be the bigger win. Yeah, but ECU would be the bigger loss if that makes sense. 
It does. It would make it would be a much bigger deal to lose to ECU than when it would be right. to lose. It'd to be Carolina. like you can almost uh, you can't, but let's say you could. You could argue that the Texas State loss was worse than how great the A and M win was. You can't argue that because we made a lot of money off of it. But yeah, but you that's can. what I'm saying, right? Like as exciting yeah. as that win was, losing to Texas State, how we lost was like pitiful, pitiful. Yeah, it was like that's probably the moment when the rest of the Sun Belt was like, "Oh, these dudes aren't are not it this year." Yeah, because JMU Texas, was like, and then Texas State ended up firing their coach. Right. You like, could have argued, yes, we we did the what was it, twenty eight and three curse. Yeah. Right? But you could also say we were on the hangover from all these big wins and all the having game day. Yeah, JMU that was just like a choke. Texas State, we they were just a shit team and they beat our ass. Yeah, which like that that's what scares me about playing teams like ECU or Wyoming is like they're not bad G fives. They're not good G fives. It's like it's just one of those games that you should routinely win. Yep. And those kind of scare me a little bit after last year because those games we where you should too. you should routinely win, you know, Texas State did not go our way last year. Those no. games did not break our way. So yeah, so I, I see what you're saying. I, I I I think all games are must win, but I, I see what you're saying. Um, if I had to pick one win over the other, I would do ECU over North Carolina. Because the loss to ECU would be would bigger. Be, yes, if you had to pick, to yeah, if you had to say like you're gonna win one of these or lose one of these, I think it is more important to not lose to ECU. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, their fans would just never sh- like Chapel Hill. If we lost them, their fans aren't gonna say anything because their wine and cheese crowd doesn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> ECU. Their fans would never shut up. Like they right. they bust out whatever hot spot they have set up in the trailer park and go crazy. Start hooting and hollering. You know, Chapel Hill maybe they go live on Rumble. Maybe one of their fans will ask their grandson to like plug in a desktop to computer and log in Twitter, and you know maybe he'll say something. But maybe on their verified account. Uh, yes, on their verified account with be thirty like, followers. Grandson, can you get me verified, please? <laughs> Here's my. Uh, what what's the black card? Like the Master American Express. Ameri- Give me get here's my American black card. <laughs> okay. Give all me right. three hundred verifications <laughs> on all my tr- my accounts. <laughs> ECU is gonna be a big dub. The game's gonna be hot as hell. Yeah. I think ECU is just gonna bring yeah. temperature and humidity with them. Yeah. It's gonna be in the bus or something. Uh, so those first three: Gardner Webb, Easy Dub, Chapel Hill. Tough ass game. That's gonna be a cool environment though. There's a 5:15 kickoff, so it'll be nighttime by half, probably by halftime, um, maybe maybe into the third quarter. That'll be awesome. ECU is a must-win for sure. Then we go to Wyoming. Wyoming's kind of interesting. Wyoming is, like you said, a respectable program. They've had their ups and downs. They had Josh Allen, of course, right? Big deal. Um, that's definitely still. I mean, again, every game is must must win, right? But that would be a disappointing loss. Yeah. That would I don't not, think there's a way to justify no, a loss of that. No. It will be a cool trip. Um, I was honestly considering trying to, to go to that, but, um, you know. Oh, 
I got married. By the way, <laughs> great segue. Here, here's my ring. That that was his ring that tapping come up? against the. No, I think it did. I think I think we're gonna be able to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I got married. Actually, it was July fifteenth, so it was like a month and a day ago. So. Uh, yeah, and believe it or not, I he didn't even invite me. Well, you know they say don't combine work and personal life. You know, kind of keep stuff separated, just so you have you kind of compartmentalize every facet of your life. Yeah. So, yeah. Parker, you know, I only honestly, I we, only see him when we record. Honestly, we should have recorded. We should have recorded an episode at the uh, at the after party. True, but again, you weren't there, so I don't know yeah, why I wasn't. Th- yeah. We well, no, recorded. no, I wasn't at the wedding. I was only at the after party. Were you like trying to get sponsors, or why were you there? Because uh, I specifically told you not to show hmm. up. Well, that's crazy. It's crazy. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, moving on to Monroe. <laughs> after Wyoming, uh, at Monroe, what a miserable, <laughs> miserable trip. Good lord. You don't believe in Terry Bowden? <laughs> okay, my wife now, the Cone Matriarch. She thinks Terry Bowden is like the cutest man on the planet. Anytime she sees him on TV, she goes. Ee! He does kind of <laughs> give off like like kind grandpa with his long ass tie. Yes, but he's like five two. Yes, like yeah. why are you still wearing a uh, football coach wearing a tie? Like <laughs> remember that video they posted of him like fishing, fishing? on campus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, like he's you kind of root for him, right? Hey, maybe Monroe will have another golden year and go eight and four. You know, <laughs> really cement that team in history of the Monroe Warhawks. War, yeah, Warhawks. Yeah, they're the Warhawks. Yeah, that's a little, it's a little woke for me if I'm being honest. Warhawks. <laughs> okay, all right. Hello. Do you you know that uh, Monroe was forced to change their like logo and mascot at one point? Yeah, they were the Fighting Christians. No, but oh, same concept. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were they? Can you say the word? They they were uh, they had a Native American uh, logo. Can you say it? No. Why not? Because I don't want to. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> gonna get. Ain't gonna catch me on record. Sorry, dude. Sorry. Well, I, if okay, we're just starting the season here. There may be some questions coming in based on our, our Twitter account. I'm not drinking a fresca. I'm not drinking a fresca tonight. He's not. <sighs> I don't know how to say this. I found out that. Fresca had gone woke. <laughs> and I reached out to legal. I said, how do we, because we have lawyers. How there do are, we, there, we have a legal department here at, right. at Cone Gang Studios. Sponsored by the Golden. I said, how do we, how do we get out of this contract? I, I'm on out, right? I only drink Black Rifle coffee, and I only drink uh, the $20 beer that's like 3%. I drink uh, no Fresca. Uh, 100% ultra-right beer, is that what it's oh, called? Like, it's something like that. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I drink. And uh, we had to pull some strings, right? Um, you know, cut off a few heads, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, we're out of the fresco deal. So uh, I'm now personally sponsored by Logan Paul. And part of that is I get uh, one prime a week for free. Um, so I really want to show out, shout out all the fellow Logangers, Logan Paul, uh, Prime, uh, Love your Japanese travel videos. Um, so, yeah, really happy about this partnership with uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. So, we've predicted what? Five games? Uh, five and oh. Five. 
I know we, drunk Yosef is listening, going, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." That, that's so, right. so let's predict. Oh, yeah. Let's 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 <laughs> predict this coastal game, and then we'll take like a, a little intermission, and then we'll pre- predict the uh, coastal the last six. So, so you're saying we're five and zero entering coastal? Me, me personally, me personally, yes. But real, the, the North Carolina is kind of optimistic. I think that's a game where like just purely off vibes, off rivalry. You know, that's kind of like it's like when Southern comes to town. No yeah. matter how bad yeah. they are. It's a pretty even match, right? Yeah. I think that could be a similar scenario, although I also know realistically, based on how we played last year, there's no realistic expectation we should win a single game, <laughs> right? So uh, I'm trying to keep that in mind as well. Uh, if I'm thinking 5-0, and I'm hoping 5-0, and realistically, I would say 4-1. and I'm, Chapel Hill don't win I mean, I'm hoping 5-0 and as well. Right. I think realistically, I'm saying 3-2. and Three and two. Who's the other loss? ECU. Uh, no. I, I would say lose to North Carolina and then you and then lose one of ECU or Wyoming. I was about to say Monroe better not come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. Don't, don't speak. Do not give Terry locker room material. True. He's gonna put the transcript of this uh, part right right yes, here. Yes, because he's not gonna be able to figure out how to plug like a phone no. to an aux cord no. to like actually play the audio. No, he's he's gonna... still trying to figure out how to pay for Twitter Blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or X Premium. Sorry. So Whatever. going X into X. Coastal Tuesday, seven thirty in Boone. I think that's a win. I don't think it's anybody. Be any, no one knows what Coastal is anymore. New coach. Yep. And I, Grace McCall is gonna be interesting this year because I wonder if. Part of him is going to get psyched out that he a hundred percent tried to leave, and then was too stupid to leave, and couldn't. To book unintelligent Parker, it's different. <laughs> Great but challenge. Couldn't leave Coastal, right? No. I think the assumption was he was trying to go to Auburn. Yeah, he. They had it in the works. I wonder. There's Auburn. two options. Either he pops off and is like the best player in the group of five and says, "Yeah, I should have played at Auburn," or he's like, "Damn, I'm still in Conway." <laughs> I'm still at Coastal. Well, and, and blue turf. there's also a bigger effect. Like, how does that locker room feel about him? Knowing right. he tried that to dip. he tried to dip. Right. Like, you kind of lose a lot of your leverage as a leader in that locker right. room. Because not only did your coach dip, and you're already like, damn, fuck that guy, whatever. Then your QB1 tries to dip. Yes. Because the coach dipped. And, and it's not like he's trying to follow the coach. Grayson McCall didn't try to go to Liberty. No, no. He tried to go with Hugh Freeze to Auburn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he tried, He wanted to go to Liberty's coach at Auburn. He didn't want to go with Jamie Chadwell. No, 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 no. Freeze. No. So that's an interesting point. What is the locker room? How do they feel about that? Like, if they have a game, like a, a series of games where they're kind of playing down, they may scratch out a few wins, but they're playing down, backs against the wall. Yeah. Does the locker room still, ra- does he rally them? Or are people like, bro, you weren't even trying to be here? You know exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of my thing. It's like when the going gets tough for Coastal this year, are they going to be able to kind of get around that? Right. Um, but I think just how we've seen these games play out over the years now, it's like we're trading them back and forth depending on who's playing at home. Yeah, it's a home game for us this year. We're we're gonna win. Same with Marshall. And I remember, I think either last year at some point, all the Gold Room podcast, the greatest App State podcast in the App State podcast universe. At some point, Better than three of the fourth. At some point, we highlighted that Coastal, Southern, and Marshall are always home games the same year yes. and always away games, games the same year, next year. And how that is a gift and a curse. 
Yes. So this year, it. I we mean, we got to capitalize it, on. It, it. Yes, we got to win. You have to be Coastal Marshall and Southern at home. Yeah, you have to. So I think that's going to be a very difficult game. Um, maybe our hardest game outside of Chapel Hill. Um, probably, maybe the hardest home game of the year. I don't. We'll get to this later. I think Southern. I think Southern's not going to be easy this year. I agree. I agree. I, I could realistically see a scenario where Southern's better than Coastal this year. Yeah. And I would not... It might sound crazy now to say that, but I think another year under his belt, Clay Helton is going to kind of come out swinging. Yeah. I, I can see that. I would say Coastal, home environment, doing that kind of switching one-and-one with, with whoever's playing home. I think that's a dub. I hate that they always put that shit on a weeknight well what i hate is that it's a weeknight and we couldn't even get espn main it's a That's tuesday at 7 30 in october right what else is on what is on espn that night where right. they could not put the sunbelt on we've we've ranted about this before how for some reason app state does not get saturday night games like i saw a schedule i think a couple of times were confirmed for sunbelt games recently yes Multiple games, both in the both in the East in terms of like time zones, East and in the West started like six, seven Eastern time. Yep. We can't have one. I know it's like, oh, the, the, we're on the mountain. You got to drive home. Man, I don't give a fuck. Give us a night game, bro. <laughs> you got lights on your bus. You got headlights. Drive on down. Just go slow. Put your hazards on, man. Ride your brakes. Give us a night game. I've had it. Well, there there we there are still games on our schedule we don't have times for. Um, but I feel like if we're really good and ranked, we'll get like noon slots so they're on TV. <laughs> that's another. That's another bad point. That's the gift and the curse of the Sunbelt, right there. Yeah. If you're really good and you're ranked, yeah. and the TV wants you. 10 a.m. kickoff. That well, and I guess that's the curse of the Sunbelt right now in general. It's like it's very easy to travel and see games in person on the road, but the TV slots are just not good yeah. across the board. Yeah. Uh, so in closing here, I'm going to say dub on Coastal. It's going to be hard, though. I think it's going to be a, a back and forth, similar to the last time they were here. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I agree with that completely. I think kind of going, this is, this would be the halfway point of the season. I think, uh, hopefully, hopefully undefeated. Um, realistically, I think four and two is a good place to be. I'd feel happy about four and two here. Honestly. I think considering last year, yeah. Considering last year, I'd be happy with four and two. We'd have to be happy with four and two. I'm I'm happy with four and two. That's trending for an eight and four. I mean, if you just kind of right math it oh, out. That oh way. no. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, gonna take a little little intermission from our predictions here. Mm-hmm. Um. Got a couple things from uh from people across the way. A word from our sponsors. So this is actually a a good one. Our our good pal Morgan. Shout out Morgan. Hey uh, hey hey. Taylor Swift. Dude. Have you heard of her? I'm going to put that in the tags for Dude, this episode. This girl. Now. Crazy tag. Um, She says, predict Drunk Yosef's most controversial tweet <sighs> during this football season. <laughs> um, And that just really stuck out to me. Because the, wow. the most controversial, like it can't be his ordinary, like, we suck. <laughs> yeah, like it's got to be like what is the most controversial thing? And here's the thing though, 
based on what we think it will be as most controversial, kind of dictates how we think the season will go. Because if he's saying controversial shit I think on November 11th, then it's like, damn, this team has been bad all year. <laughs> if he's saying controversial shit against Chapel Hill, all right, all right. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, if we're, if we're hitting November, there's snow on the ground, and he's saying controversial shit, we ain't going to a bowl game. Yeah, there's some Clark that. is done, right? Clear the program out. Shut it down for a year. Reset. Get your bearings. <laughs> You're saying give us the SMU death penalty? Voluntarily, right? Voluntary sanctions. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to say, okay, let's each let's pick the game that we think is most likely to bring it out of him. Okay. Um. Okay. I could see there being something during Wyoming because he'll already be frustrated having to watch it on CBS Sports Network. Yes, that will be. Because he'll be like, I yes. can't even watch this fucking game. Yes, watching. Play if, like ass. if you have not tried to watch a game on CBS Sports Network before, especially if you're trying to do it online, it is really annoying. Oh, that shit's at uh, seven, though. That's nice for us on the East Coast. So uh, I'm on a dark horse. October 28th, Southern Miss. Homecoming. Right towards that last leg, the start of the last leg. I think something controversial is coming out. I think something will happen during that game where he snaps. So, I think it's earlier. I think it's mm. going to be during the Monroe game. <laughs> oh. And I think it's going to be. So, right now, we're still in a quarterback controversy. Technically, yes. Technically. we like Clark has not named the starter for the season. Even though every fan, for some reason, assumes it's Ryan Berger. I think it's going to be, if they pick Ryan Berger... By that Monroe game. Oh, God. Drunk Yosef will be tweeting to put in Aguilar. <laughs> and vice versa. If, if So either one. Either whoever one. Whoever gets QB1 yes. is going to... It's either going to be... He wants him out. It's going to be by the Monroe game. It is, it's going to be, why isn't Ryan Berger playing? <laughs> or why is Ryan Berger That's playing? That's a good... That's, that's a what good I'm thinking is gonna prediction. Be. I think that's gonna be, that's gonna be the most controversial. So whoever gets QB one, it's you're set up for failure for drunk Yosef. Yes, drunk you're, Yosef. That not saying actual failure, but just drunk in drunk Yosef's, Yosef's eyes. failure. Yes, yes. My prediction, Southern Miss. It's gonna be something like we win like seventeen to thirteen. <laughs> just a god awful game to watch. We'll give up four sacks. Right, and drunk Yosef will be like, "Why are any of these O linemen on scholarship? I could do this. My grandma can do this. That's my prediction. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He been doing it all night. <laughs> That's what he's gonna say. Wow. He's gonna tweet this. He's gonna. He, we're running the all shit play. It's where you turn around and say all oh, shit. He's gonna tweet someone like that. Yes. That's a yes. go to. So I'm saying Southern Miss. Parker saying Wyoming. Parker saying a quarterback battle. No, I'm saying Monroe. 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 Yes. And I'm saying uh, we win, but our dude gets like hauled off on a stretcher, broken legs, O line is shattered, and Drunk Yosef is like, I will do it myself. Dark horse hating Frank Ponce tweet. I think there's a dark horse on that one too. Oh, that oh. that's another good one. That's a good one. Because I'm trying to think of stuff that'd be controversial that other people don't agree with. Because like if he tweets like. We have no idea what we're doing with our running back rotation. Like, right. a, a lot of fans agree with that. Right. Yeah. Like, if I mean, like, if Anderson Castle's out here as RB1, like, no hate on White Castle, but 
No hate on White Castle, but White White Castle he he been hitting the weights this this off season too. He looks. But you you got to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, like you got to know. You got to be realistic. <laughs> you, you, like Nate Noel should just be the starter this year. Um, yes. <laughs> Great question. That was that was a Great phenomenal question. one. A real um, uh, a real mind bender, uh, or as Elon Musk would say, a thought exercise. That was a thought exercise. And Drunk Yosef trying to have a thought exercise, you know what I'm saying. Ooh, this is a good idea for later in the year for uh, a game that we're at. It's... Shout out homie George, who's engaged. Yeah, shout out homie George. Yeah, we were neighbors with George and Drunk Yosef uh, when we lived in Wilcox Warehouse. Shout out George. We're all growing up. Also, y'all, if you like this Drunk Yosef banter, um, we'll be back with Drunk Yosef me, in, me, me, in me, Boom me for our third annual now, Meat Camp an Retreat. Now, that's annual. The third annual Meat Camp Retreat. We well, will didn't be we there. just say we couldn't say... Third. No, nah, for this one here. Um, Proceed. We'll, we're, we're all going to be at the Marshall game together. BNB has been booked. Tickets have been purchased. Mm-hmm. My bags are packed. BBL scheduled. What? Um. So Michelle had a good idea that for us to do Yo, when we're back there. Taylor Swift. Have you? How talented? I mean, just how talented. She uh, is an artist. Boy, is she. Um, raid apps, big tailgates, food in front of them, and you aren't allowed to lie. That's, that's a... What is it? Rate apps, big tailgates, food in front of them, and you're, you aren't allowed to lie. That's not a bad idea to get it like a, one of the mobile recorders out and like... Oh. Do some food review views at tailgates. That's actually genius. Because I will spit that shit out. Michelle, are you interested in becoming our, uh, unpaid... Our eight-year-old editor? <laughs> If you keep coming up with ideas like these, there's conversation to be. We're going to have to put you on the payroll and your salary will be zero. No, we see. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. I thought it was supposed to say. This is illegal per- oh, taxes. Yeah, okay, okay, taxes. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. W-2. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And then she also asked, which football player looks the most like the cat? Um, I can't say that I've reviewed our entire roster's photos to decide who looks like the cat. Miller Gibbs. Miller Gibbs. Do you have uh, a dinner? Do you have a dinner? Yeah, I do have a reservation tonight. At eight, right? Thirty. Eight. Th- oh, we got time. Yeah. I just want you to get your girl to get mad at you, man. I'm looking out for you. No, I appreciate that. It's good. Yeah. It's good. We're going. We're going. We're eating fine Italian. Hell yeah. Um, just checking to see if there's any other uh, any other good old people in the uh, Discord asking to see some stuff. Hear some stuff. See some Huna. Sheesh. Oh, uh, Morgan also said cooking. Jesus, a, cooking of a pizza again. I hope we don't have to do that this season. Honestly, I feel like there will be another moment this season though where I'm gonna a have to make a pizza. A pizza episode again? What? When would that be? At Old Dominion. Yeah, that's yeah. At, uh, at Old Dominion has a pizza written all over it. I am booking it right now. The most humiliating loss, if we have a humiliating loss this season, at Old Dominion. I'm booking it right now at Old Dominion. They suck ass, but they've got cool jerseys, and that sometimes is all it takes. I don't think we will lose, but if we were to lose to yeah. someone bad, it'd be Old Dominion. Yeah, I don't know. At Georgia State, scares me. He ain't me. losing no goddamn Georgia State, bro. This is Sean Elliott's last year. 
employed. I don't know. He's going on know. welfare after Sean, this. Sean Elliott might save his job against us. Uh-uh. No way. Now, he going to bring back, uh, what's that dude who had, like, three torn ACLs when Qu- he played Quad, Quad Brown? Was that his name? Yeah, because he, he was it? the fourth. He was the fourth, so they called him Quad. For some reason, so. I'm thinking Pinckney. Is that a basketball player? Pinckney? No, Pinckney was the wide receiver they had that, didn't he transfer to Coastal? Uh, pull it up in your 40-inch monitor. And pull that up. Yeah, so Old Dominion is after Coastal, uh, away. Definitely predicting a win on that, but yeah, I think if there is a humiliating loss to be had, it would be at Old Dominion. Which is a shame, because that's an Eastern Division team, so. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Pinckney. Who is he? He's, uh, he's at Coastal now. Oh, he so he was he actually transferred. Yeah, he played he played at Coastal last year. Oh, damn! And he will. Be I feel back like we've seen more of that in the last year. couple years, like interconference, intra Sun Belt transfers. Yeah, we got McBride from Texas State. Big, big pickup. <laughs> <laughs> Gave us the whole playbook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next week we'll be interviewing uh, McBride. Oh, what's his name? It's not Danny McBride. What's his name? Uh, it's not <laughs> Danny McBride. Kenny Powers, dude. Yeah. What's this guy's name? Uh, McBride. Uh, it's Brady McBride. Brady McBride. Welcome to the Gold Room. We'll have him on live next week to give us some. Oh, thank God we don't play Texas State this year. Phew. That is kind of a you know. Jesus Christ. Well, and they're, uh, don't, don't look now. They're recruiting class for 24. I'm looking and I'm seeing ass. Their 24 recruiting class looks good. They're like two or three, third and second or third in the Sun Belt. I don't give a fuck. All right, next. Uh, Southern Miss. Homecoming. I, I ain't worried about playing Will Hall and Southern Miss. Nah, I know there's I'm a lot of hype around Southern Miss and their, I, uh, I know their fan base is like I really super don't dedicated. Know why. I, I, I also don't know why. I think some of it is just optimism. Yeah. They're really, yeah. really Yeah, and, and you know hoping. what? I, I, I love the Sunbelt optimism of let's support all the Sunbelt teams. Sure. Maybe it's gone a little far. Maybe. Folks, let's turn it let's down. Let's be realistic with teams like ODU and Southern Miss yeah. and Arkansas State. Although, like, the funny thing is, I have, now that you mention it, I have never seen an Old Dominion fan on Twitter. I haven't either. <laughs> I have not seen an ODU fan. Never in my life. Ever. But it's crazy. That's a big... They're like, they're a big school. Like, yeah. They, like, yeah. But no one seems to... And they play and beat Virginia Tech at home twice a year. <laughs> but no one cares. No one cares. No one. They're all, they on, cool they're all on threads. They're all on threads. Mm. Yo, when is App State moving to threads? App State football. I don't... They might be Can there. we... Can we, oh, can we actually take the hold handle? on? We might be able to take Wait. the handle. Hey, no one take this idea. Hey. We're gonna do it. Hey, shh. Uh, Set a miss, dub. Marshall. Marshall's tough. 50-50. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 again, it's one of those. Whoever it's, tr- it's whoever plays at home has the advantage. I'd say like fifty-five percent our way. Yeah, I'm um, excited to be there that day. That's gonna be fun. Well, the first annual meet camp retreat was, was at Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, um, and the halftime show, the band played a tribute to all of the. Uh, Nurses, first responders, everyone, uh, the, the heroes helping with COVID-19. And they played uh, Not Afraid by Eminem. Was that the game they played, Not Afraid? 
Hey, it brought a tear to me eye. I'd rather them tribute them instead of the king of pop. I hope they bring that back this year. It's been a minute. Since I haven't we heard that. Uh, yeah, I, we we did a lot of Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. a lot of a tribute to Queen. So um, no. we haven't heard Michael in a minute. So let's bring that back for sure. On he, uh, to bring that back on Heroes Day, November fourth. Talk about a bigger hero. Hello. Uh, real quick uh, side note: When we were on our honeymoon in uh, Punta Cana, at our resort the last night, they had a Michael Jackson impersonator. So forty-five minute show. They played five <laughs> songs. One of the songs being Jam. Have you ever heard of Jam by Michael Jackson? They opened with Jam by Michael Jackson. (laughs) So you have 45 minutes. And one of the songs. One of the songs is Jam by Michael Jackson. They do black or white? No. Uh, They didn't do Man in the Mirror. They didn't do P-Y-T. Wow. But they did Jam. Wow. Yeah. Uh, They do Bad? They had yes, they did. Oh, they had some bad, stage combat. Beat it. They had some choreography for bad. Thriller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They did Thriller for like 12 of the 45 minutes. I imagine that, yeah, they did the full music video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, It was a god-awful show, straight up, <laughs> but we had the most fun we had on the entire trip watching that shit. We were front row. We were going, Michael! Michael! <laughs> Uh, honestly, that does, that surprises me in the least. I think some of me and Will's m- moments where we've laughed the most in life came from watching like really bad high school theater together. Just dumb shit. Yeah, like sometimes like watching really bad stuff is just live the, entertainment. Yes, bad live entertainment is just it next level. It it's so good to see. And it's a very delicate balance between, damn, I paid for this, and this is funny as hell. Yeah. It's you kind of have fun. to, like, go into it knowing that you're just along for the ride. Right. Like, you have to not walk into it expecting to see, like... Right. We were expecting the guy to sing, because the night before, and we could see the stage from our balcony, they had a Beatles tribute band, and it was four dudes in wigs singing. They were oh, playing and singing. Wigs. So we're like, oh, shit. We're gonna have, like fucking michael jackson singing and then it was just he had like the the headset mic on but he was not singing he was lip syncing once we made that connection yeah we knew what we were in for (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) we knew what was going on we strapped in we had a great time and then the woman behind us who was like mid 40s afterwards she was like wow you guys your energy like aren't you a little young for michael jackson (laughs) like oh i'm sorry is this some like underground artist (laughs) <laughs> like the fuck is this hall and oats wow your parents must have raised you well right like wow the youth of today they know michael jackson yeah they'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> moving on to marshall uh final decision it's a home game historically I, home I'll, team I'll wins lean that towards, i'll lean towards the home it's game. gonna be tough though yes it's gonna be a hard-ass game georgia state easy dub yeah, I we should watch. Georgia State yeah. is consistently my least concerning team year over year over year. Even with ULM being on the schedule, I don't even think about ULM. Yes. They're not even in the register. Like they're not when I'm ranking teams, I just omit Monroe. Yikes. They're in the little bank where you drag the logos to the tier you want. Um, okay. Yeah, I think we both <laughs> agree Georgia State's not something to really Easy worry though. about. Um, I'll worry about the train horn. Um, dude, when will the government step in? (laughs) (laughs) 
J- JMU is, is probably in the back half of the season. Probably the game I worry about. JMU most. Southern back to back is tough. JMU Southern is rough. I think right now being realistic, we'll probably lose one of those games. Yeah. Being realistic. A, a yeah. scenario where we win both is a little, that's a little tough to me right now. And just because I, I really think, I really think Southern is going to be better this year. They ended, they ended very strong. They were very promising. They were on year. a high note. Well, and they is their quarterback still there? That guy that transferred in? I, I'm pretty sure he's he's still there. Was he the Wisconsin? No. Mm-mm. No, I'm I'm mixing him up. That guy, he's like, I mean, it's not saying much at Southern, but last year didn't he set like the every record? Yeah, because they ran an offense from the 1910s until. Right. So yeah, between the two, I do think realistic we lose one. As much. Because I would want to beat JMU just to make them shut to, up. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick Southern if you're gonna. You have to win Southern if you're gonna pick one of these to lose. You gotta pick JMU. Yeah, like, I, I'm with you. Rivalry purposes, home game purposes, you have to beat Southern. Yep, I will be up. I I will be sad if we lose to G- JMU. Yeah, I will be upset if we lose to Southern. Yeah, I think so. Um, as good as Southern may or may not be, Southern a hundred percent of the time. Every single year until we die should be a winnable game. Yes. I'm right there with you. We should win every single time we play Georgia Southern. Um, so, yeah, realistically, I would say, based on that, we lose to JMU, beat Georgia Southern. Um, I'm hoping both games are close. Well, not Southern. I hope we blow them out. But JMU, I hope that's at least a close okay, game. Okay, a new quarterback for Southern this year. Um, Van Treese from last year is no longer there. Van Treese, that's what I was thinking of. He must have graduated. But they've got J.C. French, who's a Memphis transfer. Colton Fitzgerald, Boise State guy. Bo Allen, who's a Kentucky transfer. I mean, Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, they've got some some dudes on that that roster now. They, they all transferred this year? There's no way. Uh, no way no three way. quarterbacks no, are transferring. The, well, J.C. had to have because he's a redshirt freshman now. The other ones probably were there already. Got it. Um, so either way, we're playing someone who maybe has never taken a live snap, right? If you're a uh, transfer from Kentucky, you may have been QB3. It still scares me, though, in how well Southern transitioned into running. Like, Because yeah. when you run that triple option style offense, you personnel with that in you mind. So in in one off season converting to a traditional offense, yeah, they did it quick. That's tough to do, and they still kind of came out by the end of the year. They looked good. Yeah. So I, I'm worried about year two under Clay Helton. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm very happy. Though, but... I'm very happy that's home this year. Yeah. I'm very very happy it's home. Because if Helen is, if Southern's good enough, this may be Helen's last year. You know, you mm-hmm. know he ain't trying to stay at Georgia Southern. No, if he if he gets them to like an eight nine win season, I think he's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's a um, dude that does not want to be in the group of five. He does not care. No, he's not going to be in the G five long term. I, I was shocked <laughs> to begin with that he went to a school like Southern. Yeah. Um, beautiful Eagle Creek, baby. That's what drew him in. The elixir. <clears throat> And then, you know, we've got December 2nd for the when, when we will host the Sunbelt right. Championship game. And we really need to make this happen. If if I have to poison the well at some universities, I'll do it in a video game. Because if we host that Sunbelt Championship game on December 2nd, Saturday, that next day, December 3rd, 
Auburn comes to the home center in what should be a sold out home center. No excuses. No excuses. No that excuses. Should 100% be a no sold excuses. out. No excuses. App State fans, it, you have to go ahead and circle the calendar right. for Sunday, December 3rd. Gotta make it happen. Yeah. So um, if we could have a back to back like that. I'm trying to get to the home center like four hours early that day. Yeah. I'm trying to tailgate outside. I'm going to tailgate. Actually, we, we got we to gotta make some we phone calls. We can go to Pike. We can go to the Pike house and tailgate there. Uh, no, I was going to make some phone calls. and Oh. I was going to say we, maybe we ask some people maybe within the program maybe for like help that day. But oh. no, we can just go to the Pike house. Yeah, we'll just go to the Pike house. Let's we'll go to the Pike house. Yeah. Yeah. And girls, feel comfortable coming. You'll be safe. No problem. Just don't go downstairs. Come through. Yeah. To the Pike house. <laughs> um so let's recap i like how i like how it says also I, i'm just we're looking at the app website with the schedule whatever if for tv for the sunbelt championship game tbd espn or abc that, that is not going to be on abc right it, both teams have to be ranked it's going to be like, on espn you nah that will be on espn all the sunbelt the past sunbelt games are on espn but I'm, they've been after at noon to make it happen yeah um, well, that's what they're saying. It's already going to be four o'clock Eastern. By think, that point, but then the Sun Belt just kind of renegotiate media deals in the last year or two. Like, couldn't that have been part of it? I don't know when the other conferences. How games the fuck does schedules. the MAC get a better time slot than us? Maction, baby. Don't that's you a dare. Good argument. Don't you dare try to fight Maction. You know about that's, my love for the MAC. That's a good argument. I have right a there. lot of love for the Mid American Conference. Hey, I've said on Twitter. I just want to document it here. Imagine being a Mac school or Mac fan and going through conference realignment with not a care in the world. No one has asked anything of you. No one has asked, do you want to come? No one has hey, asked, they do you almost want to add? Got, they almost got Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee. Did they? No. They are the only, literally. <laughs> They're the only conference. Except that ACC, not- but they had like realistic expansion talks. FSU is trying to get yes. the fuck out. Right. Yes, yes. Mac is the only school you're not hearing like Ball State no. headed to the Big Twelve. No, they probably they had one call with like the Big Ten or Conference USA. They had one call like, "Hey, uh, y'all hiring?" And they said no, and that was it. That was <laughs> conference realignment for the Mac. But that's just that shows real. Who wouldn't want the directional Michigans? I love the directional Michigan schools. I love Miami of Ohio. I love I love Toledo. I just don't get how all that's a venue. I've always wanted to see the glass ball in Toledo. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. I don't know how every single brand in the Mac, except for like two, is just boring as hell. Eastern Michigan is a green E. I yeah, know you can EMU, say like, oh, Block A. EMU's rough. Dog, look at it. It's not the same. Yeah, you got Toledo. <laughs> Toledo has the rocket, which is cool. Right. Um. Buffalo's bowl is a logo that is kind of interesting. It kind of looks like that that like uh, the Rocks clothing brand logo. Yes, it looks like that. Um, NIU has a husky. That's cool. All right, so hold on. He, 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 who has worse branding, the? Bottom tier Sunbelt schools or the bottom tier Mac schools. So like think like Are we talking like national recognition or literally just the logos, the colors, the brand? Yeah. Literally just logos, just colors, the brand. brand. Just like personal preference between like So Sunbelt, we're talking South Alabama, South Alabama ULM, Texas State, Texas ULM, State, 
basically the West. Yeah, <laughs> Sun, the Sun Belt West minus Troy. Uh, and then the MAC, you're talking Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I would say all the direct throw the directional Michigan's Miami minus of Ohio. Western. I think Miami of Ohio is just perpetually a bad brand because it's just the name. Miami of Ohio. You have to explain yourself. Well, what, but sucks for well. So, so for them, two things. They're they're MU, not UM. They're like Miami University, not sure. University of Miami. They are so much older than the school in Florida. Yeah, Miami University in Ohio <laughs> is one of the oldest schools in the United States. Then what happened? It was created by a charter from George Washington while he was president. So Shout out George. It's that old. Um, Shout out George getting engaged. <laughs> It also it, it has a reputation in the Mac of like kind of being like the the money money school like if you if your parents have money you go to Whoa. Miami. Um, okay, okay. Found this out. Big Ten didn't want them. Big Ten didn't want them. Wow. It is apparently in the middle of nowhere. I have also been told that it's like <laughs> cornfields and cornfields and cornfields, and then all of a sudden you're in Oxford, and and then it's like you know. Ivory I would Tower. say. Yeah, Miami, Ball State, That's NIU. Tough. I'm looking at it just straight up. If you asked 100 people on the street, do you recognize these school brands? Who, which one is more likely to get yeses? I'm going to say... Oh, that's tough. I'd say... I'd say, I'd say per, before you I answer, think, I'd say the Mac schools they'd recognize first because, like, no letters or anything. Like, South Alabama's logo looks like a high school. Yeah. It looks like Providence High School right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the same exact Ooh. logo that we looked at in high school. Um, I would have to go with the Mac as well. I think Monroe... Monroe's is just boring. And Texas State have got Te- to have Yeah, like Texas State's boring. The least recognizable brands in the world. Yeah, like if you're just looking at the logo itself, like at least Ball State's Cardinal logo is pretty unique. Yeah, it's got like the... Kind of angry. ...line thing going on. Um... The only ones that are like super, super generic, EMUs, Central Michigan's is just kind of ugly. I feel like there's like Mac schools that I, I'm literally forgetting right now. I don't mean, know. I'm trying to I'm go. Trying to think the, of them. Look, <laughs> trying to go the Mac schools. I can do this now. <laughs> um, let's see. Mid American Conference. Oh, Ohio U. Oh, the green one. Yeah, the green ugly one. as shit. <laughs> respectfully apparently that is a wild college town apparently uh i'll I'll never know so apparently that is like the athens ohio's place to be akron bowling green akron jesus i'm literally forgetting akron is boring that's uh the zips which sucks they're literally kangaroos bro how do you not have a brand bowling green which has the worst color colors in college football buffalo kent state a lot of history there Miami, Ohio, U, Ball State, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, Toledo, and Western Michigan. The f- okay, I f- actually forgot about multiple schools. I did. I, I it's bad. The- Akron. I have not read that word in months. Yeah. In any context, geography, LeBron James, Akron University. Nothing. That's the thing, though, with the Mac, though, is you kind of forget about them, but then every time you see them again, it kind of you, your heart feels a little you warm. Go, oh, I hope they're good this year. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know what? I hope those zips go 13-0. Every time you see NIU, oh, I think they can do it. They might be the only conference that legitimately in the playoff era has never even 
like they have not had a team where they've even hoped to like have a New Year's Six or I mean, Western Michigan. And Western the Michigan, the closest they've gotten. Yeah, but I feel like they haven't even had like a distant second. No, I can't think of one. Toledo Toledo has had potential to do it. Toledo fans would tell you that we should have been in the um. playoffs. They tell you like, yo, fucking Alabama. I wonder us. though if like for like there's a Mac podcast out there that's like thinking there's about not. the bottom end of the Sun Belt. There are no and, Mac like, podcasts. They, for, they forget <laughs> about Arkansas State and Louisiana Monroe and South Alabama. That's kind of crazy. If you think about the Sun Belt, the East is in every way better. Like yes, the branding, the talent, yes, the locations, yes. It's everything it's just better. better. Yeah, the East is is propping the entire conference. The up. East could like literally be its own conference and do very well. It, yes, it could. In a future world, in another universe, <laughs> we may never know. <laughs> um, do you want to give our final predictions here of the schedule? Final predictions of the schedule. Uh. Uh, hopeful, undefeated, obviously. Yeah, uh, hope- realistic. R- realistic, I think for me, somewhere in that like nine and three, eight and four range, I think is being very realistic. Maybe a tad optimistic, actually, at nine and three. Then realistic, I'm saying JMUL. I throw an Old Dominion L in there. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know. It's just like after last year, there has yes. to be one fumble. Yes, there has to. Uh, yeah, just I one feel like, embarrassing. And, and I'm okay if there's only one. Yeah, and it will be at Old Dominion, so no one will see it. Yes, no one will know. <laughs> there will be no reports. It'll, it'll, be Wilt, it'll be like Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. No, no one will have it. There'll just be one photo. There'll be one photo of Reinberger dropping back. That's it. <laughs> 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 and drunk Yosef will use that photo to tweet his mean things. Holy shit! And then I, I mean, guess realistically, Chapel Hill lost. So, I guess I'm sitting at what nine and three, which sounds unrealistic in my head. It's just, uh oh, are we documenting this? No, I'm just taking oh, a picture. I thought Parker had his phone. I thought he was like getting a video ready to post in two months when we're like oh and eight. Uh, Why I think. I think nine and three is realistic. Losses to North Carolina, Old Dominion, <laughs> and Jamathan Madison University. That's what I'm I'm booking right now. So nine and three. Here, here. What if there's an alternate universe where we go three and nine, and those are the three games we win? That'll be the end of the gold room. You're saying if we, if we go three and nine, and and JMU Chapel Hill and Old Dominion are the only games we win. Dang, that's so tough. If y'all don't want it to happen. That's tough. Donate to Yosef. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't support us on Patreon. Support your athletes, one, but support the Yosef Club, please. Please. Do what's you your ha- What's your final prediction? Um, my final prediction is, I, I I'm eight and three or nine and four. I don't really know what games. Like I have games that are like. I feel like one of the North Carolina ECU Wyoming group, there's one in there. Um, 
and then you know you've got coastal marshall and southern that you kind of go i don't necessarily feel like we'll win all three of those right gotta drop one then jmu scares me so like looking at last season being at six and six i think we improved from last season nine and three or eight and four yeah junk yosef write that down eight and four i would feel like we have steadied the ship from last year i'd be content with eight and four nine and a bowl win nine and three and i would feel happy Yes. I would be happy at nine and three. Eight and four with a bull win. I have We're good. full faith in Coach Clark. Yep. I'll say it right now. Anything worse than eight and four, and I'm going to Considering what we did last year, going eight and four with a bull win, that is like, I think that is an exceptional pro- yep. uh, progression. Nope. I agree. Uh, I think that, yeah. With a new quarterback, too. With a new quarterback. Um, yep. Yeah. I think that'd be big. Um, Yeah. So. Nine and three, eight and four. That's where we're sitting. Obviously, hoping undefeated, fifteen and zero, like uh, Biff Pogi and uh, the Charlotte Forty Nineers. Um, any final words? <laughs> um, final thoughts from me. Uh, <laughs> Will just just a chuckle at over here. Hey, what can I say? Um, final words from me. I'm very excited about this football season. The schedule, I think, is a little bit more relaxed than we've had in years past. We only have one P5 game, not at home. ECU is obviously very big and important, but I'm kind of, I'm excited that in this year we'll probably have less of a media focus like last year kind of turned into, that there's kind of less of that noise around, less distraction, and we kind of get back to playing, you know, App State. Dare I say, back to our roots. Yes, we go back to our roots. I'm going back to my roots. Playing tough, hard-nosed, kind of hit-you-in-the-mouth football. Um, and, and we get back to winning ways. We we get back to winning bowl games. Hell yeah. Please. Please. That, yeah. It's been so long since we've won a bowl game. I don't remember what it feels like. And my dream, uh, maybe this is the year where I get App State in the Bahamas Bowl. Maybe this is Ooh. my this is my dream. Wait, would we be there if we were 8-4? and four? There's a chance of it. We don't know how that bowl's gonna work. Like at, oh. with all the realignment stuff, there's a lot of bowls now that it's just like. But there's no realignment taking effect this year, right? Uh yeah, no, it is with all the American and Conference USA changes. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and that bowl has historically been a Conference USA property, and even though Conference USA has added teams, mm-hmm. several of the teams they added cannot be postseason eligible for a couple of years because they're right. transitioning. Um, so there, there are going to be some, some movement on bowls. Yeah. I believe I just heard the Conan Forstress walk in. So I think it's about time we wrap up. Uh, final predictions from you. Final words, thoughts, comments, concerns. Another day, another dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to season three, folks. We're glad to be back.